0: listening to thriving in the chaos. Hey, leaving your corporate job to become an entrepreneur can be scary. Join Dorothy Cole, a former media and sports finance exec and single mom before turned accidental entrepreneur for quick digestible tips, insight into her personal journey, and a little humor on how to make it all work. If you're an entrepreneur, who's trying to find your way through the chaos, this podcast is for you. Hi, welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Chaos. I took a little of my own advice and unplugged for a little while, but now I'm back, refreshed, and ready to go. I thought this might be a good time to dig a little into financial statements. Don't worry, this is financial statements for non-financial folks, and I'm going to start small. The three financial statements for every company are the balance sheet, the profit and loss statement, or P&L, and a cash flow statement, which ties both of those together. Today's episode will focus on the balance sheet. The balance sheet summarizes what a company's assets are, that's what it owns, what its liabilities are, what it owes, and the owner or shareholder equity at any given point in time. This is a snapshot, like a picture, at a specific date. So where your P&L might be from January 1st to June 30th, your balance sheet is just as of June 30th. There are three sections to a balance sheet. The first is assets. Assets includes accounts receivable. That's what people owe you. Inventory, which of course are the products that you're going to sell. Fixed assets, which include equipment, cars, buildings, that type of thing. And finally, other assets, which might include things like a security deposit, or intangible assets like goodwill. The liabilities section is where we have all the things that you owe others. This includes accounts payable. Those are your bills to your vendors. Credit cards. We all know what those are and what those are for. And loans or other long-term payables. And by long-term, we mean things that you'll pay back more than 12 months from now. Think maybe that SBA idle loan that you have that's not due for another two years. The equity section is the final section, and this is the remaining value of your company after you subtract all your liabilities from your assets. Think of it kind of as your net worth. You may be wondering, great, hey, Dorothy, what is somebody going to do with all this? That's a great question investors and lenders will definitely asking for and looking at your balance sheet. And actually, if you're looking at being acquired by another company, they'll ask for your balance sheet as well. Investors, lenders, acquirers, they'll all be applying some ratios and metrics to see how your business stacks up against your industry, your business size peers, and their rate of risk. What are some of these ratios? Another question I'm glad you asked. The first is networking capital. This is current assets minus current liabilities. Networking capital is how much you have left if you took all of your current assets, sold those, and paid off all your short term debts. A negative networking capital means that your business doesn't have enough money to sustain its operations and may need to sell its assets or take on more debt to survive. The next is the current ratio. It's measured by subtracting your current liabilities from your current assets. The current ratio measures the liquidity of your company to see if you can pay for your short-term expenses with the liquid assets you have. Liquid assets are those that can easily convert into cash, like cash itself, certificates of deposit, accounts receivable things that can easily be sold and without a lot of work. If your business has high liquidity, it means you can easily come up with the money to pay for an unexpected expense without going into debt. The more liquid you are, the better. Liquidity shows lenders that you have money readily available to pay your business debts. This could result in lower interest rates when you do need to borrow money. They will also look at your debt-to-asset ratio. That's total liabilities divided by total assets. If you have a high debt-to-asset ratio, it means you're growing your business by taking on debt, not necessarily by making more money. Creditors use your debt-to-asset ratio to see how risky it is to loan you money. The higher the ratio, the riskier you are, which makes it difficult to obtain a loan or difficult to obtain a low interest rate on a loan that you may get. Investors also use this ratio to see how solvent your business is and if investing is a good idea. As a general rule, debt-to-asset ratio of over 1.0 means you have more debt than assets. 0.6 and higher, eh, it's high and you may have trouble borrowing money. 0.4 and lower, hey, you're a great credit risk and they'll probably loan you some money. This is all useful information, but it's not the full picture of your business. Does your balance sheet tell you how many products or services you sold this year? No. How much cash or revenue you have this year? No. How much did it cost you to make your product, or how much cost did you incur to provide your service? Still don't know. Or how much did you spend on expenses this year to date? No, it doesn't tell you that either. This is where your income statement, also known as your P&L or profit and loss statement, comes in. Now, I know this is some seriously dry stuff, so we'll tackle the profit and loss statement and its ratio and metrics in our next podcast episode. I hope you'll continue to join me. Connect, subscribe, and be sure to rate and comment on the podcast. Let's build that multi-million dollar empire and thrive in this chaos together. This has been a production of DK East Media, a subsidiary of DK East Associates. Find us on the web at dkeast.com or follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Asos. That's D-K-E-A-S-T-A-S-S-O-C.